illegal participation on the defense. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot remains first down. This had better be a big play after all of that. Second down at eight, four and a half to go in the half, six nothing Beavers. Jonathan from the right hash from the zone 25, goes back to throw, and throws the out, and it's caught, and it's going to be a big play! Chad Johnson down the left sideline, nobody will catch Chad, and it's a touchdown, 75 yards for the Beavers! This is the moment, and right here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half from the right hash. Simon's in the handoff, can't cut to the left, first down and more, 30, 25, 20, Simonton on his way, 10, into the end zone, touchdown Beavers, and the streak is going to end here tonight. The snap on target to Nick. he gets a much better punt away here, Sammy Strotter back to his 30 yard line, starts up the middle, gets to the 40, he's got a seam, 45 midfield, 45, 40, he's got a chance to go, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Welcome to Illegal Participation, the official podcast of the Heinrich Tailgater. Recording this while firmly ensconced at the Heinrich Tailgater headquarters, I'm your host, head chef, planner, and chief bottle washer, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me, as always, from the Heinrich Tailgater Northern Command Outpost, the lead driver and director of thermodynamic lipid immersion, my co-host and brother, the Beach. How in the hell are you doing tonight, Beach? Billy, you feel like you, you you kind of like sped up that whole introduction. I feel like we cut like four or five seconds off the recording here. No, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we did. It's like you increased the t- you in, you you increased the tempo. Oh, maybe I did. I was so, just going. Yeah, it's it's like when you listen to ACDC live versus when you uh, hear them on uh just, hear them on a recording. Just that half a step faster. It is. It is. You ever notice that? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Well, the purpose of illegal participation is for us to spread our insight, experiences, and passion for the Oregon State Beavers with others, and just generally talk some Beaver sports, football, tailgating, and screw around a little bit every week. All right, Beej, I want to remind everyone they can listen to us on your iPhone or Android device on the Stitcher Radio app. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, if you do, leave a rating and review. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, there's a couple ways. HeinrichTailgator at gmail.com. Also, at HeinrichTailgator on Twitter, and also check out the Heinrich Tailgator Facebook page. All right, Beej, uh, ready to start out with some Beaver sports news? Yeah. What's going on in the world of Beavers, Billy? Well, first up is women's volleyball. Loving women's volleyball, Billy. Are we still breaking even? The Oregon State Beavers swept Arizona in Tucson on Thursday night for the first time since 1993. Then on Saturday, wow. that, then on Saturday they defeated Arizona State in five sets, giving them their first road sweep of the Arizona schools since 1993 also, and making them 4-0 against the Arizona schools in a season for the first time since 1990. Holy crap. Yep. The Beavs are now 19-9 overall, 9-7 in the Pac-12, which is good, staying above that 500 mark, and have uh-huh. won eight of their last 10 matches. The Beavs only have home matches left this season, starting with Washington on Friday and Wazoo on Sunday. Sweet. Yeah, so moving right along. So hopefully they can get a a win over Washington. Now, Washington's pretty damn good, but uh, they're at home, so we'll see what they can do. They did beat them up in Seattle for the first time in forever up there. All right, Beach, next up we got a little bit of women's soccer. Okay. Uh, I thought soccer was over. It is, Beach, but seniors Bella Geist and Catherine Baker were placed on the co-SIDA all-academic, all-district team this week. Baker was elected to the first team while Geist earned second team honors. Okay. Yep. And then on to men's soccer, junior Nather Brayton was named to the 2017 co-SIDA academic all-district first team with a perfect 4.0. 
That's impressive as heck. Yep. Then on senior day last Thursday, Beach, senior Jordan Jones helped the Beavs score four times in the second half to beat number 20, Washington, 4-3. to three. Okay, haven't we been kind of sucking all year? Well, yeah, that did conclude the Beavs' uh, 2017 season. They ended up 7-11 overall at 4-6 in the Pac-12. So, uh, kind of like George Costanza, we left on a high note. Left on a high note, that's correct. All right. All right, Beach. up next was wrestling. Ah, oh, Billy, how's wrestling doing? We're, we're starting winter sports. Well, on Thursday, redshirt senior 141-pounder Jack Hathaway and redshirt junior 197-pounder Corey Grigio each had falls helping the Beavs to a 42-6 win over the Eastern Oregon Mountaineers Thursday at Gill. Now, the Beavs did leave the 125-pound spot open, which resulted in, the, in a forfeit. Why would you leave it open? Didn't have anybody? I, I don't know. That's just what they did. Now, hmm. Sunday was the Mike Clock Open in Las Vegas, but they have not posted the results of that meet yet. Okay. So that's moving right along. That's not a, right. a that's not a duel. That's a you know like an open. So there's guys from all over the place wrestling there. Okay. All right. All right. Now on to uh, for listener Greg some women's swimming. Have they done two pieces yet, or are we still swimming in one piece? Still swimming in one piece, Beach. I think you're going to have to Damn hold. I, I wouldn't hold your breath on that one. Uh, I get that the underwater holding breath. That's funny, go. Billy. OSU had strong performances from Ariana Latrari and Felicia Anderson and Fernanda Rodriguez as the trio combined for seven individual wins and teamed up with Nomi Midrez to win the 400 medley relay. But they still dropped the duel 43 to 116 at Seattle University. I think that's 143 to 116. Now, the Beavs are off for the next few weeks and return to the pool Friday, December 1st for the 2017 Husky Invite. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, Beach. Now we're getting into uh, winter sports, so now some women's basketball. I heard I heard some little bit of the news on that. Did the Are the Dunks ducks rated higher than the, the girls are yes. this year? Yes. And then the Beavs well, girls in, are? In the, in the preseason polls, yes. Okay. Uh, the Ducks get a lot of, of uh, returners back. Um, the Beavs did not. Gotcha. I believe, I can't remember who was picked to win. Stanford, maybe? And then Cal or UCLA? Beavs were picked oh. fourth in the preseason poll. Okay. But considering they only have one senior, that's not too bad. So. All right, Beach. So the OSU women's team opened the season with a 65 to 55 win over North Dakota last Friday. Now, sophomore Michaela Pivik had her first career double double with 15 points and 15 rebounds, while senior Marie Gulich had a double double with 16 points and 12 rebounds. You know, Bill, you always talk about double doubles, and it always makes me think that maybe next year for our tailgater, uh -huh. we should get the 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 in and out truck to come up. I think we really need to make a work on this one because last. Wasn't it like four or five years ago we tried, but we were too late to order it? 2012. Yeah. Well, no, we should I, totally revisit this. I emailed them, but they said, yeah, at this point, they don't bring the truck that far north. But you never know. I, I'm thinking, you know, planting their flag up here might be kind of a fun thing. Yeah. Well, the women continue the 27, their 2017 opening three-game homestand on Wednesday against Utah Valley State. Okay. On to men's basketball. Trace mm -hmm. Tinkle, Ethan Thompson, Drew Eubanks, and Stephen Thompson Jr. all scored in double figures as the Beavs opened the 2017 season with a 99-82 win over Southern Utah last Friday. Now, that win was head coach Wayne Tinkle's 200th career win. So that's always cool. I'm not sure how many of them he's won here, but he's won a number here plus his uh, previous stops. Now, Beach, did you see any highlights from the game? No, I did not. How's Trace looking? I'm a little. I'm always a little concerned when a guy comes off a pretty bad injury on how uh, he uh, how he recovers. He was looking great, and at the end of the first uh, half, Beach, he hit a three quarter court bomb. Really? Oh yeah, they kicked it over to him, and he threw this three quarter court shot, and it was nothing but net. Really? Oh, it was beautiful. Yep. That's awesome. It's a highlight reel, huh? So, Beach, as we record right now on Monday night. The Beavs are in action against Wyoming. I have the game on my TV, and as we record, it is 43-47 to 47 Oregon State over Wyoming in the second half. 
Okay, how much how much time in the second half? I'm not sure. Okay. I can only see the score flashing up there. Okay. But when it goes final, I will let you know. All right. Okay. Might be before the end of might be before the end of the recording, huh? Should be. Yeah. Too bad we didn't do this live. Yeah. And maybe it's a good thing we don't do this live. I oh. need all the editing I can get. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, so what's next, Billy? Oh. Do, do I do I hear something, Billy? I think you probably do, dude. I do hear it, Billy. You know, it's these headphones, they always block out a lot of noise. They're pretty like, they're like boy, Bose uh, noise canceling. That's so what it's I'm like, I can't, yeah, can't hear anything. But I can hear the sound of the, the machine here. So hold on one second. Just one second. Billy. Yes, please. This, this just in. The U of O would like to remind students it's that it is officially Movember. The month when students throw away their razors and let their facial hair grow to bring attention to men's health and especially prostate cancer. While the administration has no official view on this event, the male student body has requested that the women not participate this year. Hey there, Billy. <laughs> that was a good one, Beach. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't make this crap up, Billy. They come right off the machine. I, I, yes, it does. Uh, so that was short and sweet and to the point. Yeah, that was pretty funny. All right. The, the, well, we'll we'll see if the women take heed. I guess we'll be able to see when we're down at the Civil War in a couple weeks. Yes, we will. Oh, by the way, Beach, the kickoff for that has been announced. Oh, when's the kickoff, Billy? Four o'clock. That means I can get some sleep. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I work a lot, Billy, right? Oh, yeah. So my, my, my work schedule is, fr- hold on, Thursday night from 9 to 2, and then from 8 to 5, and then 7 to one wow yeah That's and then cool. i'll yeah and then i'll sleep and then i'll be able to meet you down in uh, uh your place and i'm assuming we'll just carpool down from your place yeah I'll drive. Are, are, are we bringing any strange with us this time or are we is it just you and i i guess it's you and i okay nobody's contacted me about wanting to ride down so all right that's good male bonding time there you go Okay, so right, what's Beach. next, Billy? Right, it is time to go under further review for week number 11 in the Pac-12. After further review, the runner did cross the line. The Touchdown! Number 11. What 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 show is this of ours? We're on show number 103. 103. Correct. All right. Cute. All right. So what what how how how'd the week turn out, Billy? I know one game didn't turn out the way I'd hoped, but. Well, I, Heading into the week, uh, you were at 42 out of 73. I was at 43 out of 73. And Kyle, I hate you, Kyle, with the fire of a million burning suns. Kyle was in the lead at 47 out of 73. Somehow, though, I think he's cheating. Well, you know, that one week he came in late, so I don't know. Did, are no, you sure no, he got no. his picks yeah, in before? Yeah, yeah, no, he got okay. him in. Yeah, he got him in. Okay. All right, okay. so up first, Beach. We had Washington at Stanford. And I actually grabbed Stanford on that. I thought Washington's luck was going to run out. Uh, you grabbed Stanford, so did Kyle. I, on the other hand, took UW. Stanford running back Bryce Love returned for Stanford, carrying 30 times for 166 yards and three TDs on a gimpy ankle, helping the Cardinal beat the Huskies 30-22 to on Friday. Now, the Huskies started fast with long TD runs by Miles Gaskin on the first two drives, but stalled out after that crippling their playoff hopes. Yeah, that really just took them out. I mean, that that really just kind of takes the whole Pac-12 out of it, doesn't it? It does hurt bad, yeah. Wow. So you and Kyle get the points there. I do not. Okay. Up next, Next. USC at Colorado. And I took the men of Troy, even though they were playing at Colorado. Well, who'd Kyle pick? Kyle took uh, USC, and I also took USC. How'd we do? USC quarterback Sam Darnold passed for two TDs and ran for another as USC clinched the Pac-12 South 
with a 38-24 win over Colorado. Now, the Trojans during the game blocked two field goals, and Colorado quarterback Steven Montez was sacked on fourth down at the USC goal line with just over a minute to play after he mistakenly thought they'd gotten the first down. So they were they were they were down by two scores, mm-hmm. but they had they had uh, they're down getting about ready to score, and he thought they had gotten the first down, and he tried to run a play, got sacked, and the game was over. Basically, all the USC had to do was down the down the snap. Seriously? Yeah, it was stupid. You know, if me if if it was me, the one thing is the offense because it was close, right? It was close to being first down. You can always mm-hmm. ask for a measurement. You can always request a measurement, and that's what he should have done. I want a measurement. But how did he? How do you not? How do you not confirm that though? Exactly. I mean, I mean, I mean, the, the refs make all their motions. They, they, the clock stops while they adjust the chains. You know, all that but stuff happens. Clock never stopped because they didn't adjust the chains because they said he hadn't gotten the first down. So how did he not know that they didn't get the first down? Well, I mean, how did he not figure that out when they the, didn't? Uh... At that point, there wouldn't have been any adjusting of the chains because it was inside the five. So they okay. just they just would have marked the spot, right? But there's there's a stick man on the side of the field but, that holds a number, and there's a big beacon on the end of the field that tells you the down. I know. And there's a coach who's got a microphone in your ear no, and a that's, speaker. That's, that's, that, no, that's the NFL. There's no there's no microphones in college. Oh, okay. Well, there's a coach on the sidelines that's saying, God damn it, you dumb son of a bitch. It's fourth down. Pretty much. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, I can't knock Colorado too much. Oregon State's done a lot of stupid crap in their day, too. Yep. Right. <laughs> so uh, um, at USC now is 12-0 and all-time against Colorado. Wow. Are they the only team that's done never I, lost to Colorado? I don't know. I just thought that was – Interesting one to throw in there. That is an interesting little tidbit. Yeah. All right. So all of us got the point there. Up next, Beach Wazoo at Utah. Ooh, I picked uh, I picked Wazoo on this one. Uh, and uh, I picked Wazoo. Kyle, on the other hand, took Utah. Mm-hmm. Washington State quarterback Luke Falk threw for 311 yards and three TDs and became the Pac-12 TD record holder in a 33-25 win at Utah. Now, in that game, Utah had seven turnovers on the day and has lost five of their last six games. Utah kind of just uh, kind of took a nosedive. Yeah, big time this year. Big time. I mean, we, we've we been sucking since the beginning, but they, they had high hopes. Yep. <laughs> All right, Beach. Okay. So uh, you and I got the win there. Up next, ASU at UCLA. And I took uh, Arizona State on this one. I just don't think Uckla's got anything going on. All three of us did, which was unfortunate because UCLA quarterback Josh Chosen Rosen returned from a concussion and threw for 381 yards and a TD to help UCLA beat Arizona State 44 to 37. Now, Bolu Olu Ran for a 79-yard TD. That sounds like somebody got their fingers stuck on the typewriter. I know. He ran for a 79-yard TD. So-so Jamambo had a 21-yard TD run. And (laughs) Nate Meters had a pick-six score to help UCLA remain undefeated at the Rose Bowl this season. Dude, if you had like a Scrabble board, that would be like major high points if you got to spell last name there. That's like triple word score and all sorts of stuff. (laughs) Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So nobody, we all sucked on Ukla. Yep, yep. All right, Beach, and the last game of the week, Oregon State at Arizona. You know, if I wasn't such a loyal beaver, I'd start voting against him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so Arizona quarterback Khalil Tate ran for 206 yards and two TDs, while the Wildcats ran for a school record 534 yards as Arizona beat Oregon State 49-28. to now, Ryan Nall led the Beavs with 95 yards rushing on 22 carries and added a 44-yard TD reception in the fourth quarter. Somebody told me, or I was reading a little article, so I didn't get to watch any of the game because I had to work. Um, but uh, I was reading a little bit of an article, and they said pretty much Arizona just copied Cal's oh, offensive did. efforts. Oh, they and did. It's like, and it's like Oregon State. I mean, we adjusted in the second half, but they said it was just like we just let them have their way with us. In the first half, yeah. That's totally what they did. And, you know, and it was funny because after the game, Hall called out the defensive coordinators. And that's said, what I heard. He said that exact same thing. He said, 
Cal ran weak side on us, ran for a ton of yards. Arizona came out and did the same thing. He's like, it's pretty obvious what they did. It's pretty obvious what we need to do. So he didn't. Uh, did he call out the offensive? Uh, did he call it? Because offense, offense uh, did some nice adjustments and uh, offense didn't play bad. And uh, you know they 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 did okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, sounds to me like it sounds to me like Hall's in the same position Anderson was in. Well, a little bit. Um, you know, it's funny because during the game, Jess was like, you know, are you okay? And I was like, what? And she goes, you know, bees aren't doing well. I'm like, do you hear me scream at the TV or cussing or anything? I said, I quite frankly, I was afraid this would happen. You know, I thought that might be what was coming. What do you mean? That we were just going to fall apart? That they were just going to run the ball down our throat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they say that, they got one of the best running backs in that, the. Well, that Khalil uh, Tate, their quarterback, yeah, is their quarterback. He, he's phenomenal, and mm-hmm. not only is he a phenomenal runner, but he's got amazing touch throwing the ball too. And so, I mean, he's looks like the real deal, quite frankly. And so, it, I mean, it'll just be interesting to see how the season goes. Wow, from a team that wasn't supposed to amount to anything this year, Billy. Mm-hmm. I rely on your opinion, and this is what happens. Well, who would have thought this was going to happen? True, true. I mean, because you got to remember, uh, Khalil Tate wasn't even the starter to start the season. How would they not start him when he was that talented? Well, because he didn't show it. And that was, I guess he talked to uh, Rodriguez like, dude, I really think I want to get some playing time. And he goes, you want to get some playing time? Show me in practice. So he did, and look what you got. Wow. Yep, 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 yep. Impressive. So, all right, Beach. So after the end of last week with those scores, the scores are as follows. You and I are tied at 45 out of 78. Kyle is still up by four at 49 out of 78. I I did some major moving up. I'm I'm catching up. I'm pretty well, happy with we're, myself. We're still four behind him. Yeah, but but now I'm tied for last instead of being alone at last. There you go. All right, Beads, let's uh, look know, at the... Uh, misery, lo- mis- misery loves company, dude. Yeah, I don't. All right, Beach. Uh let's talk about the Pac-12 in the polls right now. Okay. In the AP poll, USC has moved up to 12. Wazoo is up to 15. Washington up to 16. Stanford up to 20. And Arizona is in the others receiving votes category. In the USA Today coaches poll, USC is at 10. Washington again down to 15. Wazoo at 16. And Stanford at 23, with Arizona in the others receiving votes category. It's just funny to me how USC's popped up and and the Washington schools have both kind of fallen on rough times. Yeah, yep, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, any given Saturday, dude. Any given Saturday. That's true. Well, look at last Saturday. They had a bunch of you know uh, Georgia lost to Auburn, Alabama damn near lost to Mississippi State, Notre Dame got rolled by Miami. There, there was a lot of a lot of movement going on last week. So. Miami is still undefeated, aren't they? Yes, they are. Wow. So interesting. But to but, see. but 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 Notre Dame just got leveled, huh? Oh yeah, Notre uh, Miami just destroyed them. Wow. And you got to remember. And I heard no, I heard Notre Dame's got a pretty tough schedule this year. Eh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. The game. Well, they play. Well, they they got you. Uh, did did USC beat Notre Dame, or they got beat by Notre Dame? USC got beat by Notre Dame. Hmm, there Notre, you Dame, go. Notre Dame still has to play Stanford. Really? Oh yeah, I believe that could be that could be an interesting game. I believe the last game of the season. Hi. The games to remember are played in November. Did you just make that up, Billy? No, actually, Mike Bellotti <laughs> used to say it. That really? Of, that was one of his sayings. Yeah. All right, Beach. It is now time for the Tommy Tuberville Jackass of the Week award. What's he think I look like? A jackass? You sure do. <laughs> Every week, like, discuss a person in college football who exemplifies the truly worst in sportsmanship, leadership, or just being a fan. And, Beach, I thought I'd explain to people that didn't know why we call it the Tommy Tuberville Jackass of the Week Award. Because uh, former uh, head football coach Tommy Tuberville of Texas Tech, and uh, after that Cincinnati, was our first three-time award recipient. And as a uh, recognition of that, we named the award after him. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that that's why we call it that. All right, Beach. Yep. What's what's he doing? What's Tommy Tuberville doing nowadays? I don't know. He he quit Cincinnati after he uh, acted like a jackass there, and I don't believe he's anywhere right now. 
He's not he's not leaving recruits at the dinner table while he flies out of the state to go take another job. Yeah. Mm. What an ass. Yep, which is why he got the Jackass of the Week award that one time. All right. (laughs) That three times. Yeah, well, that was one of the three times he got it. Yeah. yeah. On Sunday Beach, Tennessee Athletic Director John Curry fired head coach Butch Jones after the Vols lost to Missouri 50-17 on Saturday. Now, Curry said, quote, We wanted our student-athletes to have the best possible chances for success. We want Coach Jones and his family to be treated with the dignity and respect that they deserve. We want to be able to focus, from my perspective, on the search going forward. Now, defensive line coach Brady Hoke will be interim head coach. Now, the Vols lost 50-17 to in Missouri for the fifth loss in six games. Two weeks ago, they lost to Kentucky for only the second time in 33 years. And this next coach they have, Beach, will be their fifth in 11 years after having only Johnny Majors and Phil, former, Phil Fulmer in the past 32 years. And Beach, my, my, my first part of this award, I just... Five, five coaches in 11 years, you're not yep. even getting their recruits in before you fire them. Well, one of them was... Uh, um, oh, what was his name there who left to go to USC? Um, Kiffin, Wayne Kiffin. Oh, okay. Who was okay. only there for a year. So you got to remember that. Okay. But, okay. but you've also got to look at this, Beach. And, and, and first of all, like you said, you're not giving anybody any chances. Hmm. And a lot of these schools are going to have to realize that other than a couple of, to me, very powerful coaches, like Urban Meyer at Ohio State, who actually is doing hmm. okay this year, and Nick Saban at Alabama, nobody goes out and wins every game. No. You know, Tennessee hasn't had that kind of success like that for a number of years. Nebraska hasn't had that kind of success like that in a number of years. Oregon had a lot of success for a couple years when they were on probation because they were cheating. They haven't had that yep. success for the last few, right? Nobody sustains yep. that. If that was the truth... Army and Notre Dame would still be winning every game because that's Mm -hmm. what it was back in the day. So fan bases have to realize you can't win every game. The, the reduced amount of scholarships that everyone's playing by the same number really goes out to, to, to level the playing field. Mm -hmm. Teams can't stockpile players. Yeah. I was going to say, cause that used to be the thing was USC would come in and they would get all their top tier talent and put them in first string and they'd get all the second tier talent and put them in second string so that the rest of the Pac-12 couldn't get anybody. Exactly. Now, some of these student athletes, I mean, five coaches in 11 years, you look here at Oregon State. Now, it's slightly different circumstances, but like Jordan Villeman, who's a senior, he's on his third head coach in five years right now. That's ridiculous. It's nuts. Yeah. And that wasn't because anyone's getting fired. Riley left, Anderson left, and now it's Hall. But still, and I like how he, the other thing is, the thing that really got me about this was when the AD said, we want Coach Jones and his family to be treated with dignity and respect that they deserve. You want that? Then let him finish out the damn season. Yeah. Seriously, let him finish out. All they want to do is be able to throw their hat into the coaching ring. That's all they want to be able to do. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to get a jump on the, all the other coaches that are going to get fired so they can get the guy they want. And it's just, it's just crap. I mean, this is what college football has become anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no more getting four or five years to, uh, to try and build your program. You got like two and a half, maybe three. Yeah. I mean, there's no sense in keeping a bad one. I, I felt we always kept Pettibone way longer than we should have. Yep. Yep. But but uh, at least they gave him a shot. Yep. Didn't say, oh, look, you're continuing our losing streak. Dump you after two years. Yep. So uh, Tennessee Athletic Director John Curie and pretty much the whole Tennessee fan base, this week's Jackass of the Week Award. <laughs> is for you. Yeah, because you got to admit, it's the fan base that's pushing for it. Oh, yeah, because they all want to win right now. 
Yeah, I want instant gratification. We give you a lot of money every year. You should be winning us games. Yeah, everybody gives everybody a lot of money every year, and everybody's trying to win games. Yep. People seem to forget 50% of the teams lose. Every weekend. Uh, every week, yeah. Some, sometimes you In football, get... not, in, not in soccer. No. In soccer, they can tie. Yeah. But in football, they either win or they lose. I'll tell you right now, Beavs, Beavs is not looking good for the Beavs against Wyoming. They are down 68-60. to 60. How much time left do we know I, yet I, or is it still I blank? Don't, I don't know. Let me see. I can probably – let me open up my ESPN app. See if I can find it here. Let's see what it says. Back twelve, three fifty-five to go in the second. So you got a chance. Oh yeah. That takes some work. And you got four minutes. All right, Beach. It is yeah, now time for the musical interlude of the week. So, uh, just another thing for newer listeners. So, the musical interlude just kind of started out by accident. Uh, when we did our first episode way, way, way a long time ago, uh, they were playing, oh, what was that team out of uh, Nickel State? And they were from, uh, where were they from? Oh, because uh, uh, we played Amos Moses, didn't we? Played, we? we played the song Amos Moses <laughs> because they're from Lake, Lake something, oh, Louisiana. Shit. Way down uh, Lake, Lake, Louisiana. Anyways, and I just kept every week, whoever team we were playing, I just kind of found a thing where I was cutting in a song that just kind of went with the uh, uh, team that we were playing. Just something. Tip a toe. Tip a toe. Yeah. Like Tippetoe, Louisiana. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so and so I just played a song every week. Then after that, the next year, we started playing, uh, we just did different themes. So. I think we did ACDC songs. Um, mm-hmm. Did well, I think we did Motley Crue? Yeah, we did. We did uh, Van Halen. Yeah. ACDC. Did we do Kiss? I think we did Kiss. I think we did Motley Crue. We did Hell last year. Yeah, Hell was a good theme. It was just all songs about Hell. And this week, this year, we're all doing soundtrack songs. So this year, it's this week is my pick. And Beach, the song I'm gonna pick is from a little. Um, I think it was a late 80s, early 90s movie. And this is an Australian funk, rock, and pop band that existed from 1985 to 1991. Okay. Okay. Um, now 1985 they... to 91 and they're Australian? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to be able to get this. So no. they, they released a couple of albums. Um. Some tracks from one of their albums were used on Miami Vice episodes in the late 1980s. The song Hungry Town and Boy Wonder were both featured in the 1988 Yahoo series film, Young Einstein. And this song was used in the opening sequence of a comedy road film from 1989. The band is Big Pig. Dude, I love this song. And the movie is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So here, Beej, is Breakaway by Big Pig.
That's just a great song. Dude, I can always picture like Rufus standing there and then the, the kind of cube looking thing turning into the telephone booth where he takes off and go, goes and visits uh, Bill and Ted at the Circle K. Oh, one of the greatest movies of all time. And one of the, the few movies where Keanu Reeves did not have to work like play outside of his persona. Exactly. So it wasn't a stretch for him. Not a stretch at all. No, 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 no. But it's a great movie. And actually, I've, I've heard they're going to make a sequel to that, another sequel to that. They've talked about it. They've, I wonder who they. I wonder if they'd bring back Rufus or what would they well, would do because Rufus, what's well, his face? George Carlin's no longer with us. Pat, yeah. Yeah. But um, it's just it, they've talked about it. Um, I know Alex Winter, who played Bill, and Keanu Reeves, who played Ted, are totally down to do it. But there's mm-hmm. some, you know, I, I think there's some things about who owns the characters and what studio and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, they've totally, they've totally, you know what I find, you you know what I find amazing. I don't know if you pay attention, but Hollywood horror nights at universal studios, Hollywood in Florida. Yeah. They have had bill and Ted as their MCs for Hollywood horror nights for essentially decades now. And they're finally retiring. This was their last year of of being the MCs. And I'm thinking, oh my God, there's a generation that goes to Hollywood Horror Nights that probably has never even seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, let alone know who in the hell they are. Well, I can tell you the boys, my boys, have both seen Bill and Ted's. You're, you're, you're... Um, so oh, okay. both of my kids have seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and they've seen Bogus mm-hmm. Journey. Okay. And Bogus Journey is one of those movies that you need to watch a second or third time to kind of pick up on what's going down. Mm-hmm. First time I saw it, I was like, because right, remember we went and saw it in theater, and I was kind of like, what the hell was that? And then on subsequent viewings, much, much better. Station. Station. Okay, Beach, another update. Oregon State is down 73 to 62 with a minute 22 to go. Okay. So not looking good. All right, Beach, it is now time for our do our week 12 Pac 12 preview. Okay. I'm going to pick up Kyle's picks here. He sent me an email. And there it goes. Okay. All right. So first up, Beach, Arizona at Oregon. Arizona at Oregon. I don't think that bye week is going to do Oregon in any favors, and I think Arizona is going to have their way with them. Okay. Kyle says, Khalil, the Tate man, Tater Rama. Tater bar, loaded baked tater, running the touchdowns, scoring the points, going in for the Khalil, Arizona. <laughs> I think I did that pretty good. Making copies. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good. All right, Beach. Next up, Cal at Stanford. It's big game time. Cal at, Cal at Stanford. I don't think Cal's got enough to keep up with Stanford. I don't either. I, too, am taking Stanford. Kyle says, said, Stanford. Okay, up next, UCLA at USC. Playing for the victory bell. Oh, the good old victory bell. I don't think anything's going to stand in USC's way. I think they're going to take it. Kyle says, USC keeps the victory bell. I, too, am keeping uh, saying USC keeps the victory bell. Okay, up next, Utah at Washington. Uh, I think Washington's going to have a recovery. I, too, am taking the Huskies, and so is Kyle. Okay. Yeah, Utah's not very good, and I think Washington's going to come out and just hammer them. Washington needs to win that game, so that way the next week when they play the Apple Cup, it'll be for the Pac-12 North. Oh, that'll make it interesting. Yeah. All right. All right, up next, Beej. Arizona State at Oregon State. I'm I, I gotta go with the Beavs. I'm just hoping it's it's not a not a hollow. Yeah, I'm I I don't know what to say. It's just I'm depressed. All right. When Portland State is your only win with your team. And I, I just, you know, but but if I have to pick between the next two games, if we're only going to win one, 
then I say let's lose this some bitch this week and go on to the next one. Win the last one. <laughs> but having two wins it would be good. So I too am taking Oregon State. Kyle says, So you're saying there's a chance. Go Beavs. <laughs> so there you go. Not really uh not really uh, confident in that, but I'm hoping so, Beach. No. No. I'm hoping so. They're gonna have to stop that running quarterback. But I'll, I'll tell you, it sure is funny, though, to hear Hall just bitching this. He's saying the same thing that Anderson oh, was saying. Oh, yeah. Uh, Calling out the coaches just, there in the, in the. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Did, did, you, uh, did you read my post on Facebook today? Uh, yes, I did. The Heiner Tailgater post. Yeah, can, can I read it? Because well, I thought I well, did a good job. Well, first of all, we will now okay. start talking about the Arizona State Tailgater. And so go ahead, Beej, read the post that you posted. Okay. Uh, so here's what I wrote. We have bad news and good news today from Heiner Tailgater. The bad news is kickoff this Saturday is at noon, which means we will not be having cheesesteaks for lunch. But turn those frowns upside down, kids, because we will now be having cheesesteaks for breakfast. Tailgater starts at 7 a.m., rain or shine, and we'll be shutting off the grill and deep fryer by 11 a.m. Get your butts out there early because the window for getting one of these tasty some bitches is small, and we'd hate for you not to get a chance to put our meat in your mouth. Go Beavs. There you go. Did I sell that? I, I don't. I Sometimes I don't know if people read it the way I intend it to be read. Oh, you know? yeah, I, I read it that way. <laughs> I read it that so way. I, I was I, I was talking to mom today, and I'm like, so can you tell when Billy posts something and when I post something? She goes, yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, mine's always have a a little. It's it's my I write like a good ACDC song, you know, you know, straight to the point with a little sexual innuendo. A little. You there, Beach? A little. Well, yeah. there's a little. You in here, can you? Yep, it's there. Just kind of. Solar flares. Yep, freaking solar flares. <laughs> All right, Beach. So uh, we will be doing breakfast cheesesteaks. Now, question. So, Beach, uh, freaking solar flares. Actually, it's the wind out there, the Thule Whackers, knocking you off. Yes, line. it is. Okay, Beach. Yeah. So, are you wanting to bring in bacon? Should we bring in bacon to make these truly breakfast uh, cheesesteaks? Dude, bacon makes everything better. Because I, what I can do is get some chopped up bacon that we can uh-huh. just sprinkle in there for a little bit of bacony goodness. I think so. Okay. And bacon, bacon's protein. It's healthy. There you go. Done. Done. And then we'll have the normal, right. we'll have the normal deep fried goodness and some chips and dips and that kind of stuff. But keep it pretty easy. Uh, when, okay. That wins uh, being havoc on your stuff. So uh, we'll do we'll do bacon on the uh, cheesesteaks and we'll do uh, just the normal chips dips. That kind of stuff, but we'll keep it pretty easy. Yes, and and we're when we're deep frying everything that's left in the freezer. Correct. Well, most everything. Yeah. Yep. Anything else you think we should bring out? Uh, no, I'm I'm good. Okay, sounds good. Um, so, so uh, we'll start. Uh, I should have food ready to go about eight. Is okay. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna have food yeah. ready to go at eight, and we'll be going. We gotta until, try to feed. We'll be going until eleven ish. Now the weather has looked crappy, but today, so it looks like we might get a little bit of, of uh, sun on Saturday. So let's just hope for that. Um, yeah. And with all this, I'm wind, just hoping we can finish this freaking podcast. Well, I'm just thinking, <laughs> beads. Let's uh, let's hold off on the Rosie Ruiz till next week. Um, okay, I can rock this one out real quick. Can you? Yeah. Okay. Well, without, without any further ado, here is this week's Rosie Ruiz Cheaters and Horrors. She's just a girl. She's a ball. Today's Cheaters and Whores is Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb is widely considered in the realm of the great baseball players is in the realm of the great baseball players to ever step foot on a field. Years after his death, the Hall of Fame athlete still holds countless major league records. However, the other side of the legend is surely hard-nosed and often lowbrow play Cobb exhibited on a daily basis. He was widely known for cleating infielders, stealing signs, and tripping base runners. Cobb had a lot, uh, a lot to be angry for, having lost his father when his mother murdered him just before his rookie season and enduring hazing during his rookie year while emotionally unstable. It's hard to put him on the list knowing what he was dealing with emotionally, but dirty play and tripping were the worst acts in baseball at the turn of the 20th century. 
Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, thank God. I thought we lost that one. No, I was going to no. have to re-record. Nope. All right. <laughs> nope. I thought this wind was supposed to stop at 7, and this yeah. stuff is just blowing up yeah. here. Well, Beach, you know, there's a lot of bad things said about Ty Cobb. There was a movie made a number of years ago with Tommy Lee Jones as Ty Cobb. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of that springs from one negative autobiography written about him. Really? There's a lot of people that said good things about him. And it really kind of points me to uh, one of my heroes, and I know one of yours, Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. There was a very um, salacious autobiography written about him in the early 90s. And so everyone has said that he was sexist, he was anti-Semitic, he was racist, he was all these things. And it's all because of one guy wrote a book. And, you know, the Sherman brothers who wrote all the songs for Walt, who are both Jewish, both said, well, I never saw anything like that out of him. You know, uh, there's, he hired uh, Mary Blair, who had um, positions of power in the studio and directed things. You know, he hired, uh, he didn't care. And a lot of it yeah, comes yeah. from one book. And I've heard the same thing about Ty Cobb. And obviously the guy lived a hundred and some odd years ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how do you go back and, and get that straightened out? But, you know, that's that's where the story takes on more than the actual truth. Well, and it's just kind of like what we're seeing right now in a certain political race. Have you seen that where these people are calling him out and he's like, you know, you can't defend yourself against stuff. You know, it's a he said, she said a lot of the stuff yeah. on, on on things. And it was too long ago that you don't have any proof of anything. But uh, and a lot of t- things, too. And I mean, I, I think Ty Cobb was probably, you know, I don't know. Also, his fame also could bring back the fact that. He, he played like everybody else. There was another guy in here that I chose not to grab, but he was known for grabbing the the, the uh, belt loops of other baseball players yeah. when they passed his when they passed his base yeah. and held him by the loop of their pants. Yeah. <laughs> they said it was their fat for being too skinny. They should have filled out their thing more so he couldn't get a grab. Yeah. But but uh, anyway, they uh, yeah, it's it's uh, the other thing too that we got a serious problem in this culture right now is looking through our eyes. Uh, today at it's, things in the past, judging and the I'm past, a firm believer. Judging the past yeah. with today's glasses, yeah. Yeah. Well, one of my things too is if you don't like somebody, okay, you might not have hatred for a certain group of people, but if you want to really get under somebody's goat, you're gonna call them out under what's gonna tick them off. Yeah. So if well, if they're just, Jewish, if, if they're a woman, if they're a certain religious belief, a certain ethnicity, anything like that, well, you're gonna go after them for the, with go go after the the juggler well, with them. That's what I would. Do. And there's a certain point that you know you don't like somebody just because they're a dick. Uh huh. But 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 but, else. but calling them a dick doesn't doesn't do it. Hmm. You, you know what I mean, though? Not not uh, it's just you're going to go after whatever's going to dig into them and oh, cause the most yeah. pain well, that you don't. You know, whether you mean it or not, you know what? You're, you're going for blood. Me, you know, what you're people going say for blood. Me, people call mm-hmm. me bald. Oh, exactly. You you, you make fun of somebody's weight. And, they're, and, they're, and you know what? You know what books. you can't make fun of? Me being bald. You know why? You embrace it. I make fun of myself. for that. Yeah. So you own that thing and it takes all their power away. Uh, that's I, I I I do that a lot. Yeah. Not that I'm bald, but but uh, yeah, I'm the first one to. Well, who's the first one to laugh at my singledom? Yeah, so exactly. anyway. <laughs> Anyways, all right, Beach. Well, it was a great show, number one hundred three. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to a legal participation. Now, if you'd like to comment, send a suggestion, or ask a question, there's a few ways to get in touch with us. Heinrich Tailgater, gmail.com, at Heinrich Tailgater on Twitter, and also Heinrich Tailgater on Facebook. Remember to listen and subscribe uh, to us on iTunes. If you do, leave a rate and review. Also, you can listen to us on the Android or iPhone with East Teacher Radio app. Beach. Billy. Hopefully, we'll see a bunch of people out uh, this Saturday for the Tailgater. I'm hoping we get a hundred and some people there. Well, I've only got so much. I got I got a little over hundred. I got about 120 buns. So. All right. Well, let's hope we have 120 sandwiches eaten. There you go. Uh, well, thank Beach for being here, and uh, hopefully we'll see everybody out on Saturday. And let's just get a great big go Beach.
Okay. Is it recording? It is recording. Are you sure? Yeah, because I can see the new file started. And then I can see the recording file size getting bigger, 180 kilobytes, 196. So we're ready to go there. So it's getting larger. Yep. Okay. Going forward. That's reverse. what she said. In That's reverse. what she Going forward. Okay, I've got a random song I'm going to pick out. Random. Yeah. Do you still hear background noise? Yeah, I hear that clicking. Do you want to move the clock? Yeah, if you would. All right, give me one sec. Is that better? Sure. You don't even know. You're just giving me crap. <laughs> 